and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Happy What's holidays. What's up? Yes. Speaking of hol- um, holidays, um, <laughs> some of you need to respond to my shout out. I messaged either through Instagram DM or Patreon message those of you that entered the holiday giveaway. I shipped a ton today, so a lot of them went out today. I'm just waiting on a few more people to respond with their addresses and such, so um, we'll give it a few days, and if we don't hear back, then I guess we'll just redraw new names. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, I did want to say one thing about the Lala stuff. We kind of alluded to it. Then we were working on it. So they did respond. So you guys, when I got the Lala lip gloss, it's totally different than the ones we've had before. Um, the packaging's different. Even like the smell and the consistency is different. Hmm. Um, so I'm curious on everyone's feedback. I'm not, I'm not saying in a bad way. It's just totally different. But the one thing that happened when I got the glosses is I had gotten one for myself because I really liked it before when I got it. And I opened it, and I was like, huh. I'm like, this looks weird. Like, the cap looks like it had, like, been rolling around in my makeup bag or something, and, like, some eyeliner smudged on it. Just looked dirty. Like, makeup bag dirty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. All right, well. So then I'm like, well, let me check a couple others. So I opened up a couple others just to look at the tube and they all had like these black markings on the cap but they were all inconsistent because at first I thought oh it's it's a pattern it's a design but then all of them were different so they all looked like smudges or so I thought oh it's like a damaged lot right yeah in the production and I'm like oh shoot I'm like I don't want people to get them and then think did they just pull this out of their makeup bag and reuse it or re-gift it or something? So I was like paranoid about that. So I messaged them and I didn't hear back. So I finally messaged Jess, Lala's assistant, because she kind of seems on top of things. And then I didn't know she doesn't handle the Lala beauty part, just other stuff. But she contacted Give Them Lala Beauty and then they contacted us um, even though I had DM'd them, they hadn't seen it. Anyways, they said it's part of their design, that it's like some kind of marble design, and yeah. it's intentional. Yeah, so after I, Sarah sent me the picture, and I was like, oh, that's weird, because I also saw the original packaging. And so, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, she's right. But um, yeah, it's then once they said it was marble, then like I could see, Yeah, I saw it, but... Um, yeah, yeah, it was it, a, it, a little confusing. They said, oh, go look at our website. It matches our branding or whatever. And I had yeah. shown a couple people. I sent Holly a video, showed a couple other people just to make sure it wasn't me. So we all had that impression. So the only reason I'm bringing it up is so you guys don't think <laughs> that it's like dirty. Yeah. In case you guys get it and be like, what the hell? Um, it is intentional. That's the design. So you are getting a fresh, clean product. Yes. So there, there you go. Yes. 
Um, and, but like, uh, and I loved that how I loved that they responded and like cleared it all up too. Like that was awesome. Yeah. And let us know what you think of it. If you like it, if you don't like it, whatever, you know. So, and then the other issue. So when I messaged people, I was kind of like, you know, kind of first come first serve because, you know, we draw winners, but then we're like, well, who gets what? And I'm like, I don't know how to determine that unless we do a drawing for this and this and that. Yeah. And we want you guys to get what you want. So it's, it's hard, you know? Yeah. I don't want to send someone that doesn't wear a hat or someone that's a different size than the sweatshirt or someone that doesn't like lip gloss or doesn't like eyelashes. Totally. Um, So I just asked you guys to order in preference of what you wanted. And Basically, I like had some time and I'm like, I just want to ship as much as possible now. So I just went in order of you guys responding and the best we could in order of preference. So hopefully everyone's happy. Yes. So, yeah, there's that. What else is going on? Oh, man. I I was just trying to plug in my laptop because I was going to sit by Ronnie's tree. Like, her little tree in her room is so cute. And I... There, um, when we moved into this house, they have those stupid child protected like locks on the um, outlet, and so you have to like push the the like the charger in and then shove it to the right, like it's like a little sliding thing. So I was like under the tree, like trying to do that, and I knocked her tree over, like it like crashed down, and I broke the little stand. So like her Uh-oh. and Daisy are all upset, and I'm like, Chad, just like Google how to fix a tree, st- like make your own tree stand. I don't know so yeah i'm sure I'm like i'm like go go glue it fix it you can do it so that's what they're working on <laughs> get a little box and like push up a, a bunch of stuff up <laughs> to support yeah it. yeah yeah totally Fun. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i was happy to see for once james kennedy promoted his see you next tuesday like well enough in advance you know usually he'll be like i'm doing co next tuesday on like monday night at midnight and we're like really yeah no notice so we are thinking we could be our right before christmas final podcast um so you know fingers crossed that's the intention yes (laughs) totally and yeah, well, we're going to do a Patreon, you guys, after this. Um, talk about our Sandoval night last weekend. And also, like, kind of the anticipation of going to Sir because there is some anticip- anticipation. Yeah, there's and a little story there. A little anxiety, perhaps. Well, or just a f- I give zero fucks attitude. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into that on Patreon. Yes. Ooh, I binged uh, Miami. Have you watched it at all? No. Um, it came out swinging. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's ep- five episodes so far. Dang. It's I really. Very good. It's, uh, yeah. I've been um, watching Megan and Harry. <laughs> oh my God. And um, what else did I watch? Um, that is all. I'm not even going to talk about Stasi's, like, last nine podcasts it's all about the royals megan and harry and all those types of shows and then i know fridays it's sheena and katie's day to come out with podcasts so what do i i go to katie's 
guest star Stassi Schroeder and they break down Harry and Megan. Well, yesterday's was, or Wednesday, I don't know, was Stassi's. Oh, all they talked about was Harry and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't. I can't. Um, and then the week before, all of her and Taylor Strecker, which is a real hard listen for me, as you guys know, all about Harry and Megan. I'm like, enough. Yeah, it's, I, I can hardly watch it. Um, and then obviously I've been watching Christmas stuff. So that's like kind of been getting in the way of my Bravo stuff. Um, but yeah. And I I am proud to say I listened to two podcasts this week. I listened to um, Lala and Kristen. And I listened to Jamie All Over featuring Peter. So feeling very proud of myself. Yeah, the Lala Doty one. So she did clarify some things that Luke is her basically... FWB, if that's still a thing, friends with benefits. Like, she doesn't want to label it right now. They, like, had sex at Rachel's wedding on the ranch. Like, she was, like, bent over a fence or a tent or something. <laughs> and, and she said something like, he was like, wow, this is moving faster than I thought. And she's like, yeah, welcome to Kristen Doty or something. Like, this is me. I was listening to this and I had the kids in the car. So I like Ronnie was actually like really enjoying listening to the podcast. And then I had to like forward through that part when I heard that she got bent over on the fence, you know? So I was like, I was actually curious to hear what that story was because I had to forward. Oh, that's funny. She did say it was like sad selling her house. She's driven by a couple times. They painted it. Sounds like, her dream is to rebuy it in the future. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, Chad's favorite house of all the cast members too. He had a really hard time when that one was sold too. Um, yeah. I get that they modernized it and, but it's like gray or something, but it was so cute cause it was so retro and yeah, yellow. And- yeah. And it was just a cool, like I loved her neighborhood too. Like, like her little spot was really cute. I see why, I don't know. I like really, really enjoyed that podcast. Like it was, I thought Kristen was like vulnerable. It was like cool hearing Lala's take on everything too. Like I just like really enjoyed them together. It was. I mean, they were both very honest. Like yes. Kristen was saying basically, you know, she was truly in love with Carter and she thinks if, you know, situations like maybe they weren't filming, maybe he had a better job or something like outside of those things they actually could have worked and they loved each other whereas she felt with Alex the last one it wasn't really that she was in love with him but it was like the right time she had also just been cancelled all her friends were either married or having babies or both and she basically was like you know she's at that age she's like well I want marriage and I want to have a baby so I guess I you know kind of settling kind of cashing in your chips sort of thing um, I that is a part that like I really I thought that I loved how honest she was about like I love that she said that it's really hard to watch you know Vanderpump Rules continue on without her and you know that it that it hurts like I thought that was really cool because like I wish like Jackson Brittany would come out and say that instead of like just being so like bitter and mean about it yeah like she legit said it's hard for her to watch she has FOMO she said I mean she literally said I hope in a dream world VPR gets cancelled goes off the air and that all of them like the OGs or their friend group can go start a new show yeah 
which I think I is mean, okay. I think that's okay to say. Like, I, and I like that she honest. said that. And and I also liked that she still was like, obviously, like I want my friends to be successful, but like it still sucks if they're successful because the show's going on without her. Like it was, it was just yeah. nice to hear someone like vocalize that because like we know that's true, but it was just well, yeah, it was nice to hear it because you'll hear Stassi say, oh reality tv is no longer part of my life um and then jackson Brittany, like well it's good they're getting you know it, it's it's no longer relatable it's like you all have fomo none of you can watch the show because of that bitterness and and angst and which is na- a natural feeling so Kristen owning it leaning into it is it's one could say oh she's bitter but also you could say well it's refreshing because she's being honest about her emotions yeah there there, yeah there was just so many things that I was like nodding along with her like and just like I I got it like and and same with Lala I felt like she like even how she was talking about how both her and Kristen's characters on the show people either like they're either have like people that hate them and like or are love, like yeah. or people that love them and that's like, true want them to die hate them or yes. love them yes and she's right while it's a little cringy to hear her say she's right because she says you know i thought season nine this is it we're going to be done because all these people all they want to do is get along these people can't carry a show and she's like, they all want to be kumbaya with each other. And she's like, no one wants to watch that. Yeah. No one wants to watch Boring Switzerland. That's not a show. And I'm like, you know, that's right. And then she does, you know, it's kind of like the compliment. She's like, so I know I have a role and I feel like I have to carry the crux of all the people that were fired. Basically, Kristen Stassi, Jax. She goes, I feel now it's my job to be the official pot stir just to keep the show alive and, and it's, it's funny because like, like as as much as like me and you know like we've you know dissected these episodes you know from the beginning but it's like you still like i will still find myself even commenting like god like why did lala have to even get like stick yeah. her neck in there it's not it has nothing to do with her or Kristen, how she was talking about how she always involved herself in Tom and Katie's drama to, like, get it out there. It's like, you don't think, you get annoyed with the, their character, but they're literally doing their job, you know? Because literally, what would we have seen of Tom and Katie? Nothing. I know. And then even, let's look at season nine, which wasn't, you know, great. I think it was better than season eight. But, you know, without Lala doing those asshole things with the engagement mm-hmm. and bringing the Brock stuff out, it's like... It was really shitty, but also that's the only storyline that happened. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's true. So she's not wrong. No. So, yeah, she's like, me and Kristen are not gray. Yeah. Can't have gray people leading a show, and that's yes. true. Yes. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. But, but yeah, so you guys check that um, podcast out if you get a chance because it was like a, it was a fun listen for sure. And we'll um, talk about the other one on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then the other two. Um, oh, yeah. What? Tell me about. I, I missed Katie's this week. What was going on with her? Oh, I haven't bothered to listen. I saw Katie and Stassi break down Harry and Megan. And literally. Okay. To my In my defense, I was like cleaning. 
So I'm like, oh, all right, I'll put on Stassi's. It was like a Wednesday and there was nothing else on. I'd already listened to Lala. And I'm like, all right. And it was all just, what shows should you, it was her and Lowe, I think. And they're like, what other royal shows should you, you know, it's just the same shit. And yeah. She just done that shit last week. And so I, I saw the title and the description of Katie's and I'm like, uh-uh, I yeah. can't. Yeah. But Kristen, I for, I always forget about Kristen's podcast. So after I listened to Lala's, I searched over and she has two new ones where I was like, okay, I can't listen right now because one's a little graphic. One, she's talking to her therapist and they get into like her issues. So that sounds interesting. And then the other one was like a full blown like sex, like, you know, that like in the description, they even say the grapefruit soda term that I hate saying, you know, I'm like, okay, that's going to take, that's going to take, that's going to be for later. That's going to be like, I need to dirty my house again so I can clean. So that can be on the background, but I can't ruin my workout or my drive time with that. Yes. This to not be right now. Yeah. So I haven't listened, but Kristen has a couple new ones out, which made prompted me to then go check Ariana again. Still no podcast. So now it's officially over a month. Oh, wow. So I don't know if she's just giving up again because, you know, she she had one before. I mean, it's the hardest part of podcasting is staying consistent, right? It's like obviously way easier for us when the show is on because we just schedule our time. But it, it's tough keeping going, you know, when the show's not on. So come our, on, Ariana, our, you can do it. Our podcast is called Vanderpump Rules Party podcast and we still manage to do it every week <laughs> when the show is not on like I, also I, not trying <laughs> yeah it's like it's true and that that's why we have been around as long as we have yeah all right so on the patreon you guys we're gonna talk about oh i want to talk a little bit about our Schwartz and sandy's experience yes. and then we're gonna elaborate on the Patreon with our whole night at the Sandoval show in LA. That was fun. And we'll talk about that, but okay. So we did go to, and then also on the, this podcast, we're going to just lightly talk on the winter house finale and the last Southern hospitality. There wasn't a lot um, to that, but we'll touch on that. And then you guys move over to Patreon. We're going to talk about our whole night at the bourbon room. Um, But we did go to Schwartz and Sandy's. We'll talk about this first part here. And had another good experience at Schwartz and Sandy's. Yes. We, I got there first with Michaela and Kaya. And, I mean, the best part for me was we get seated. Well, not the best part. Because we got in a different booth. We got in the booth where they were going to have the the sky booth above it. Yes. So we had a different booth. Yeah. Um, but, but the booth was... The table was like wonky, so you know, you know, when you're at a restaurant, and you have to put like a matchbook or a wad of napkins to level the table. It was a little wonky, and it was a little too big for the booth. So sliding in and out, with a bunch of people wasn't. I think the table needs to be a little smaller. Is my only critique for or pulled out or something? Yeah. But we go there, and so I sit down with Kaya Makila, and then our server comes up, and and she's like, hey, can I get you, you know, water or a drink? And then she looks at me, and she goes, oh, hi. 
She's like, I've served you before. Love that. Instantly, I'm like, I I die. I'm famous. She's getting a good tip. I mean, I mean, (laughs) uh, what what was like Kaya and Michaela's face? Were they like impressed? No. Aww. (laughs) That sucks. Much like when like Ariana hugged me or Raquel, it's like, oh hi, I love your shirt, like. Raquel, I think, finally has got me. Like, you know how I always think she, like, never remembers me? And yes. Just, she's just, and, you know, but I was so nervous because I was so caught off guard because she was, like, super nice and then was like, I love your shirt. And I was just used to, like, her, like, always looking at me, like, who is she? Like, do I like her or not? But I think, I think, like, the Sheena hug and then now I've been there enough. So all I say, and I, I didn't even say thanks or anything. I just looked at her and I'm like, Ronnie's mom is over there. Oh my god, that was so funny. So, anyways, um, and so she like whips her head back to me and like looks, and I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> okay, we'll save that for the Patreon. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that was great. Uh, Schwartz and Sandy's a great welcoming. Uh, oh, my point of bringing that up was is like, yeah, they, yeah, but they're not easily impressed, but, um. I, but, I still think they were. Yeah. Um, well, like, if Michaela thinks, like, they don't, like, they diss us or something, I'm like, Ariana, like, reached out and hugged me. You know I'm not a proactive hugger, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, and who cares? Blah, blah, blah. So we sit down, and shout out to Elizabeth. We had her as our server the first time and now the second time yes i didn't recognize her actually she recognized me i'm like oh your hair looks different didn't she have braids in the first time yeah i think so she looked adorable i mean she looked adorable both times but she looked great last or the one whenever we ate there that was awesome and i was all prepared to say hi to israel but he wasn't there so shout out shout out to tatum the other hostess working she was very nice um so we sit down we start ordering um, I wanted them to have stuff that we knew was good. So we reordered some of the same things and I recommended some drinks. Um, and then you came, well, Chad came in to look at the place and say hi to Kaya and Michaela. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so um, Chad and the kids dropped me off at uh, Schwartz and Sandy's because... Um, Ronnie and I had been doing this Alice in Wonderland experience in Irvine where it's like this um, interactive like uh, scavenger hunt like throughout a neighborhood it was like a whole it was like three hours long and then we were like late to take off for LA so Sarah was like just meet us at Schwartz and Sandy so we like sat in traffic for like two hours got up there and so when it was time to drop me off um, Chad was like, can I go in and see it for a second? And I was like, yeah. So Sarah took him in. So that was cool. He liked being able to see it. Well, and also it was um, nice for Kaya and Michaela to see yeah. him and say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, cool. And Chad was super impressed with it. He was like, so which is better, like Tom Tom or this one? You know, and I was like, I, I still don't like, like... I don't know what my answer is to that because I feel like they're just different. Like, I like them both. Uh, Michaela and Kaya both like Schwartz and Sandy's better. Um, I would agree because Tom Tom can get so chaotic and you're just smashed in with a bunch of other people. And it's just, 
there's a lot going on and yeah. it's just the pace is so high speed and you're like ah, you know like I think the the best times we've had is when we're back in that garden open yes. air area it's a little more relaxed but when I was I've gonna say shoved, I, f- I feel like it's like the place where I've seen the most celebrities though like I feel like it's like a real celeb spot yeah and I guess I've had the experiences I'm talking about were the ones you weren't there where the last time I was shoved in that middle booth by the bathrooms. Oh, and I'm like still mortified for what happened with you with Heidi. Like that sounds... We, well, I'm so with Heidi and Joel, two super foodies and, and like environment, you know, like it was just weird. Yeah, that's that sucks. I, I would then, probably feel the same way. And we were supposed to have either Logan or Brett because I knew we'd get amazing treatment. And yeah, yeah. That... They smashed us in the front and I was like, I can't, we can't sit out here. Totally. It, it, it fucked the whole thing up. Um, and then also the other time I was with uh, Julia and somebody else, I forget who, and we were smashed on those little mushroom stools by the fire where the table is the size of like a um, coaster. <laughs> yeah. See you know, that, so that's why I'm kind of glad that Schwartz and Sandy's didn't do that type of seating where you could possibly get like a horrible table to give it that kind of lounge feeling. I'm glad that they, like, everywhere to sit there is pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So they have the bar seats and then the bar behind the bar bordering the restaurant area, which is, you know, where you set your drinks. And, and But they're, like, bar stools. So, you know, you're going to be, like, in a row. So it's really only conducive for a couple people. Yeah. Um, not a group. But... You know, it's they, there's not real, a real lounge area for whatever. But I, I'm happy to see no mushroom stools and coaster tables. Yes, I agree with that. So they liked it better because they just thought the vibe was just more chill and loungy and not so chaotic. And also the neighborhood's different. It's more chill. Mm. So that plays into that. Yeah. Mm. So we had our food, we had our drinks, everyone liked the food and the drinks, and we got the strawberry Schwartz cake again, and I liked it better this time. I liked it good the first time, but it was... And then shout out to Hector, like worker of the year. Yes, Hector. We should have gotten a picture with Hector. I I wish we would have. Um... Yeah, he, he was, was amazing. so nice and so, like, just, like, I feel like all of the the service was, is amazing, you know, from the, from everyone, from the hostess yeah. seating us to our server to the managers checking in, like, it's very, that's another thing that I guess you could say, like, TomTom Tom is so busy and chaotic that you don't really get that service, not that it's bad, it's just different, and so this is, like, definitely, like, a really nice, chill experience, but... Hector yeah, like, was Hector was so nice. He kept on like coming back and checking on us and like really like stopping and like being authentic like in the moment, you know, like Kaya's phone was dying and he found a place to charge it up at the host stand and then we were getting ready to leave and he's like, No, 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 I'll bring it to you. It's you know, he was like went above and beyond to help charge Kaya's phone, um, to make sure we needed what we want. Then we went outside to the patio. And I was, we had, when Holly and I were in the bathroom, Kaya and Michaela ordered a bottle of champagne after we had drinks. 
and a round of shots, which we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll have champagne and we'll just sit on the patio. And then, so I was going in the bathroom, like, well, I might as well bring some glasses in. And so I was bringing him in, and he's like, runs up. He's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. I'm like, well, I'm coming this way anyway, so we're good as well. But um, he was so nice. Um, but they, uh, I was like, oh, Brett, the general manager, also extremely nice again. Yes. And I said, hey, remember us? We do the podcast. And he did. Holly asked, good thinking, because I always forget about this shit. Do you guys have merch yet? And he's like, yeah, we have the hats. And so um, we got some hats that we I've already shipped out. And they are so cute. Like, a lot of times... Sometimes, like, the other places will bring their merch out and we'll, like, kind of look at it and think, like, okay, like, maybe someone is, you know, super into the show and they might want to wear that. But these were, like, like, I would have, like, literally bought Chad one. Like, they were really cute. I yeah, like, I, I liked them so much and I was like, I kind of want to keep one. And then I thought, you never wear hats. You have plenty of baseball caps that you already don't wear. No, you're giving it away because... One is like black velvet. You so do look cute unique. in a hat, though. You could have kept one. That would have been cute. Mm. Where am I gonna but it? yeah, the black one is like velvet, you guys. It's so cool. And then the other one, I like the green one too. It's um, yeah. It has the I love cutest, green. Yeah, and it has the cutest like sticker, like puffy sticker on the side with their logo. It's like the detail in it is like superb. Yeah, it's like a white or cream hat, but the the logo is like green. I yeah, I feel like if you wore it like with like a cute little like sweatshirt and leggings or something, like people would totally like look closely to see what it is. Like it's that cute. I feel like it'd be really cute in like Charleston or yeah. Miami or something. And that's that vibe. So yeah. I really did like them. Me too. And then he um said I want to buy you guys a round of shots. Yes. And he's so nice. He's like, What would you like? Or do you want me to choose? Or what, what would you like? And we are all like, um... You choose. We, we're all like, you don't have to. You don't have to. We're all being like Minnesota nice. And then I didn't want to insult him. And I was, in my head, I was partially thinking, oh, they're going to make like a special shot concoction. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, surprise us. And then, of course, this makes perfect sense. He brings over... So we're like, no, you choose. He totally gave us the I option. know. We should have we should have said, make it, like, where we can, like, fully drink it, you know? Because I, I, for me personally, like, there's, I can do a little bit, but, like, that that's about it. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah, brown liquor girl. I should have just said nothing brown. But, of course, what makes sense, he brought over four shots of Tom's Good Love and Whiskey. I'm like, oh, I should have saw this coming. Fuck. And, you which know, was super, a- yeah, which was super smart on his part because, like, now we yes. can talk about it, you know. And Branding. it was so, it was awesome. Like, it made us feel so special, and it was so kind of him. And it's little things like that where it's like when when one of them take the time to talk to us or acknowledge us. Like, just that little tiny bit of like acknowledging us is like, oh, it feels so good. Yep. So that was awesome. So we had a good time there, and then. We and it, went on. And it was really fun to see the two girls who hadn't been there. So we were like, go look at the bathroom. Like, you know, try this. And, you know, having them try all the stuff on the menu that we liked. And, yeah, they loved it. So that was really fun. Like, 
it's also nice to be able to be proud to bring someone somewhere like you know Sarah had a couple of ex- weird experiences at Tom Tom we've had weird experiences at Sir so this is the second time that we've had two great experiences at Schwartz and Sandy's well it was Heidi's birthday yesterday and I was like well you know I'm like it was it's a situation right now. She doesn't really want to go out, but um, they were going out for dinner. I was thinking I could drive up, and I would actually take them to Schwartz and Sandy's. That's right down the hill from their house, and I would be cool with it, like not worried. And yeah, and I, I feel think like she, I would, she would she would like our our favorite cocktail, wouldn't she? Yes, and I could give them a new kind of local vibe hangout type of place. Totally. So I will do that them sometime but uh yeah i didn't really want to drive all the way to hollywood on like a random wednesday but yeah um because we were just there and we may be going again on tuesday so it's like uh, yeah so anyway so yeah so we'll talk about the rest of the night and the rest of our comments on patreon please go over there we have some stuff to talk about with the sandoval show and yeah yes all right let's Slightly touch on Winter House and Southern Hospitality. What would you like to start with? I would like to start with Southern Hospitality. Okay. So you go if you have notes. I didn't really take notes because uh, oh, not a lot happened. I didn't really take notes either. I was just going to go off I of... I have a few notes. Well, I, I mean, I guess what I wanted to... I had a hard time with this episode and yes. I I know well, I, mean. I know that even on the best seasons of Vanderpump Rules there's always some episodes where they have to get us like set up into the story and like it just feels a little like unimportant like it felt like I was like I finished and I was like that's it like it just didn't hit for yeah. me it was filler but I still really liked it like I loved seeing like each little thing I loved that um, I don't know. I, I, it was still good, but I, yeah, I, I left feeling a little disappointed. Yeah, and that's why I watched. I was like, eh. I wanted to watch just for enjoyment, not take notes. And then at the end, I was like, I don't even know what I would note about it. And you know, I, I did see a thread in our group about. Um, I mean, it kind of nailed it. Like nobody's really likable yet, so you're not really rooting for anybody. And some of the stuff yeah. does seem a little forced and manufactured. And in particular, I'm going to say you can really see uh, Bill Langworthy's like paw print on this one. You know, we've got the the tea in the park. Mm, didn't we already do that? We've got the Lisa slash Leva showing up, dropping off the expensive gift, saying. Now you guys behave. I better see you at work later, and then leaving before how, eating. How old is she? Forty-three. Okay. But you know, it's it's so much the same concept of like she always pops in, but she doesn't stay. Oh, she delivers a little. You know, Lisa delivers her little room upgrade or flowers or her little expensive gift, and then she ditches out. She doesn't even have a drink or a, you know any of the food. I mean, I actually don't mind that because I still, 
Like, I I feel like, and maybe this is, like, just made up in my mind, but I feel like I see, like, a flicker of fear when she does come around. And, like, they all try to, like, kind of shape up, just like they do around Lisa, you know? And then, yeah. you know, when she leaves, they, like, I haven't seen this cast yet, like, roll their eyes when she leaves or anything yet. Like, that will probably happen, you know, as they keep going. But, um, yeah, it's definitely the same formula. Even Even, like, when... Like, the way they're having their conversations, like, going down to the beach, and it starts with the girls, and then, like, a football flies through the air, and then the boys arrive, and then, you know, like, it's just very, it's the same thing, for sure. They're using, they're using the formula. Yeah. And then all that really happened was then, like, towards the end, TJ, like, got snarky with Mikkel, and then Mikkel overreacted and threw some drinks and was, like ranting and raving and storming off like whose side are you on right now like I literally can't I go back and forth like with who I'm siding with and I'm I have to I'm so embarrassed like I'm usually I feel like I'm pretty up on like slang and stuff like that but I did not and I'm so glad they put the definition of bitch made because I (laughs) I was like bitch made like why would that party of like bachelors they were older why would anyone want the sign bitch made like did that pertain to the group to the guy getting married or like i i couldn't figure out why they would choose that for their sign i thought it was weird and the guy that selected it he looked older yeah and it just like i i feel like maybe that selection was odd because it it just didn't quite work for like either thing they were trying to do yeah yeah, I had never heard that either. So that felt a little chaotic. So yeah, I think like the comment in our thread in our Facebook group about no one really being likable, that is why we're not sure if we're supposed to be on TJ's side or Mikkel's side because both of them, like TJ is too snarky and too like, this is my career. And then Mikkel is too like, okay, chill out like you don't need to be screaming and yelling and storming off and throwing shit because the guy said and he he said it wasn't even his question someone else said it like it was probably joe bradley or someone that said on those little cards like who doesn't deserve to work at republic it's like you know what just be like hey i fucked up yes i did that I'm really sorry. I'm trying to work my way back and earn your trust again. Instead, the guy just throws a tantrum. So yeah. I'm not on his side either. Yeah, that I, I I was I thought I was on his side and then this episode, I don't know. I mean, I don't I also don't like when people like are so they think they're so good at arguing and they just sit there being super passive aggressive. Like I see how that makes some people just like burst. But yeah. um like yeah. TJ last yeah. with Grace. Yes. Yeah. It's just like not quite working for me though. Yeah. So I mean I'm still entertained and watching, but it does seem a little manufactured and a little forced. It's not as natural as What do you think of you the storyline of the girl who has the son and she like said that she got back with the baby daddy, but like I feel like I see like not a red flag there, but like a little orange flag. Um, I just see them as being, they'll be quickly pushed to the side characters. I yes. feel like that was the storyline of early Vanderpump years, Stassi's second squad. Yes. Uh, remember, what, it's not Jen Push, right? 
or is it Jen Bush? Yes. With the bartender that had the kids. Yes. It's like they're trying to make it a storyline, but then like they just fizzled out. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I don't think we're there because probably in real life there is you know like they thought possibly they could do a storyline on that but when it comes down to it like you gotta pop off that's why i mean i don't think i could do reality tv like i i wouldn't be able to come in guns blazing or like it might come off stupid you know i think you have to have zero fucks and zero to lose yes the problem is we're older now. We have yes. too much to lose. Yeah, if I would have, yeah, if I was like 19 or something, I would have gone balls to the wall. Yep, 100%. Yeah. But next next week looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I still have hope, but I'm still entertained. It's Me too. Just, you know, it's hard to compare. It is. So, I don't have anything more on that. Okay. Too. Me neither. Winter House. So, I know you watched the finale. Did you watch last week as well? No, I did not. You didn't need to because they recapped everything in this week. Yeah, so, yeah. I Like the stuff Jess said. Yes. So, I mean, I kind of like, I think it's actually kind of fucked up, but I kind of liked it that Rachel, Rachel did her job. She brought it up the issues with Jess. Okay, so let me just quick tell you last week. So, okay. last week, Jess had said those things to Rachel at the bar and Rachel didn't really react or think about it but once she retold the story with all the girls when all the girls went wine tasting and Craig and then all the boys and Jess went skiing okay so of course so Rachel brings it up and once all the other girls reacted like she said what then it kind of blew up into Rachel's head first of all I think it should have and maybe it did. She just didn't say anything. Because um, what Jess said to her was like, I understand where Jess was coming from, but how she said it and what she said was so, I would take it so personally because it's not even a reading into what she said. It is truly what she's thinking and it sounded fucked up. And I don't think Jess, I think Jess thought she was complimenting Rachel, but basically Jess is saying, I attract all these guys, but, like, none of them stay with me. Like, either I drive them away or I don't have the personality I don't to keep their interest. Yeah. And so she's telling Rachel, you have the opposite. You have this personality and you keep their interest, but you're not hot and, you don't reel in the guys. She's like, I reel them in, but they don't stay. You don't reel them in, but they'll stay because they got to know you. And you know what? You see where I mean? Like, Jess probably thinks that she's complimenting her, but it's not a compliment. You know what I mean? It's like, especially with someone that has insecurity issues, as an only Asian girl in a white school with adoptive white parents, she's already grown up with that being different. Um, you know, and that's how I grew up in an all white school. And there was like one adopted Asian kid. Did anyone want to date that person? No. And it, it's, I, I remember thinking, God, this has got to be so hard um, because you're just really singled out. And they're like, oh, they're really nice. They have a good personality. But, like, is anyone asking them to prom? No, because everyone's just like, oh, you know, just stick with what, you know, your kind. It's, you know. Yeah. 
No, I I, so yeah, I when that whole thing was going down and she was sharing, I also like felt so bad because you know it looked hard to even share or talk in front of people like about feelings, which I totally get. Like I would probably have cried like that too. Um, and then I just felt so bad how the whole conversation just like sidelined again, and it, it was like it was horrible. I yeah. So I know the right thing to do was, you know, for Rachel to pull Jess aside and have the convo. But at the same time, Jess says a lot of fucked up shit, which we see later as well. She doubles down. So I was glad Rachel said it in front of the group so that all the guys could see what a bitch Jess is being instead of them looking at all the girls like... Why are you excluding poor Jess? And how you know? ma- like how many times did she say like, "Well, I'm the hottest one here." Like oh I God. I I really like couldn't handle it. After she was ganged up on and even the guys were like, "Whoa, whoa, that's, you know, you don't say that." She goes in that room with Corey and Corey's even like, "Stop, stop." She's like, "I'm sorry." She's like, they're making me feel like the ugly duckling with Rachel here and Rachel fits in and I'm the ugly duckling. I'm the hottest one here. And it's like, Oh, you can't you just, say that. Yes. But you, but especially after everyone just confronted her on her fucked up statements, she says that afterwards she's doubling down. So she's not sorry. She truly believes that. And Rachel is right. She's like, she only sees her self-worth and value in her looks and that's why she comes across so desperate and pathetic with Corey like do you want to watch some porn do you want to do me in the ass tonight do you want to like it's like stop trying to be the cool girl girls next door play like you're not it's like first of all that era is kind of over but also you are putting all of your worth in that and you're discounting you're calling Rachel the ugly ducking and and like the girls are accepting her like why should the girls accept you because you're pretty it's like gross and eight you're also not the hottest one there okay just saying yeah it's uh, they're all actually super hot and they're all like completely different looking and unique and they're all super hot so it's like um just maybe she really needs to check that ego, dude, because she, if she calmed it down a little bit, then we could say, and she's so pretty and nice, but, like, I can't say those things because her personality yeah. and the things she says come out so ugly and so desperate and so, like, 100%, that's why she's not walking out of there in a relationship because, like, she's not loving herself yet, even though it, she's... Even Corey she, thought that was gross, and Corey is not, like, a pillar of... Yeah, like she she puts this front on like I'm the pretty one, but I don't think she actually believes that because like there's some major issues that she's reflecting back at those girls, dude. And also like you are pretty, but every other girl there is also pretty. Yeah. So it's like people have different like I prefer this type. They all have like unique different looks and I think they're all and I don't even like a lot of them. And I'll say they're drop Sierra, drop dead gorgeous. I don't care for her that much. Amanda, I used to not like her. I kind of like her. I think she's got this unique, really super pretty look. Best buddy I've ever seen in my life. Paige blows me away sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, ah. Other times I'm like, wow. You know, it's like. Yes. You can't. And same with Jess. And then when I was laughing when she was pouting 
they're at the dinner table. She had that uh, like baby bow in her hair, and she had just said the highlight was her being with Corey, and Corey said the highlight was like me and my bros going down the hill or whatever. When she got this pouty face, she looked exactly like Lindsay, and I don't know how I don't know how she thinks she looks so different from Lindsay. So like you know, two weeks ago, I don't know if you saw that she totally dissed Lindsay saying she was old and ugly and yes. she could be her mother and her aunt or whatever and I'm like you look just like her and I actually find Lindsay more attractive but I and I also find Lindsay annoying but I'm just saying it, it, to each their own whose definition of beauty are you following if you look in the mirror and think you're the prettiest cool good for you awesome but there's no fucking answer or standard I don't know it was just gross and especially after she had to deal with that at the dinner table for her to like not take any of that in and to double down and be like I don't get it I'm the hottest one here how come the girls are not accepting me but they're accepting Rachel and then implying she's the ugly duckling it's like oh my god yeah and and you know like sometimes you wonder like are they getting a bad edit like I I don't know but like the fact like it's only a two week show or whatever so you think you could hold your mouth together like like you, you're being filmed you literally are being filmed you can't go into your room and like say those things like we can hear yeah it's crazy so then I liked at the table too because I think everyone is stepping up and doing their job like I can see Amanda realizing okay now I'm married Kyle and I, Kyle and I get along we don't fight anymore I got to stay relevant. I got to be the pot stirrer. So she's like, well, while we're talking about it, Jess, would you like to talk about what you said to Kyle? And then Jess is like, no, no. I would not. <laughs> but thank you, Amanda, for bringing it up. So now we shall talk about it. <laughs> yes. Um. And, she, and then Paige did too. Paige confronts her and she's going at her. And then she brings up that Paige... And Jason, like, you said me and Jason out of all people? Like, Jason brought you here. And Jason's upset. He's like, I brought you here. He's like, what the hell are you ragging on me and Paige for? And so I love that everyone brought it. It was a total gang up, but she deserved it. Yeah. Like, I, I always, like, try to watch things and, like, put myself in, like, you know, the the villain, the quote-unquote villain shoes and, like, the group. And... I would have flipped out if everybody came at me that way. So I thought she handled that well by like not running off or crying or like she, but again, like it almost gave me the vibe as like, she has such a freaking wall up that even though people were pelting these things at her, like saying like, dude, like you did this, 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 and this, and like, this is weird. Like it still didn't even really phase her. You know, like it was, I don't know. It was crazy. So then, like, as they're all doing that, I thought it was ironic and weird that, like, Austin and Kyle, like, recognize, like, okay, wait, this all came up because of Rachel and her feelings, and, like, she was, like, slighted, and Rachel's, like, crying, and, and, like, since when are we looking to Austin and Kyle to be the sensitive, observant ones? I know! That felt very weird. Right? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. The other thing. Then Sierra. Oh. So, I think it was last week. 
Sierra kept calling Olivia, referring to Austin's girlfriend, Olivia. She said it like two or three times. She's like, oh, he just wants to date this simple bitch because she's like, you know, simple. And, and she literally said simple like three times. And then she said it again tonight. Oh, he's bringing his simple bitch back because it, you know, he feels like a man because she's just like this simple girl and he could be like the teacher and the leader or whatever. But she called That's Olivia so rude. simple last week twice. She said, simple bitch, simple girl, like inexperienced. And I was like, okay, Olivia graduated college in Texas, like I think a good one, like A&M or something. She's lived in Los Angeles. She's, you know, had experience in the industry. She's lived in Charleston. Yeah, okay. She lives with her parents, but I don't know that that makes her simple. No, it makes um, her smart. <laughs> and, yeah, it, that house is killer. Yeah. And her parents are awesome. Totally. And Sierra, who doesn't even know what the word aloof means, she's a nurse but has never heard of the word lobotomy. I'm like, okay, I don't want you as my nurse. Like, And then Sierra... Every single, every single episode where they're at the local bar. Oh, she's in a bustier and hot pants and twerking. She's always twerking. She's always just showing her body. Then, oh, they have a costume party. Super props to Amanda for looking like the old lady on the Carol Burnett show. Yes. Like Mama's family. Like, I, you know what? I have respect for that. She's super down to get ugly. And what a zero! And everyone dresses up, and they make themselves kind of ugly, like yes. Austin. And then again, oh, she's wearing like the bikini top sideways. So basically, you're just wearing a pasty at this point. It's like, can you just like not lead with that all the time? Like, we get it. You have an amazing body. You are gorgeous, but like, dress up in a fucking costume like the other people for once every single week. She's in like some bondage gear, or it's like we got it. Is this a summer house? She, she does that in summer house too. It's like, can you dress up like a little polar bear and go to the local bar? I don't know. Yeah, I can only imagine at that local because they went to this like kind of keg house. It was in a garage, literally. Like the door was a garage door. The tables were keg stands, and she's on the bar in like a like nothing top with their boobs hanging out twerking I'm like first of all no one's doing that in a local country town in Vermont you know they're rolling their eyes going at these fucking city assholes yeah we're just like burr you're fucking freezing it's like five degrees I don't know she's too desperate for me as is Jess when she's like constantly begging Corey and nagging him and telling him like you're not going to go out there and play with the boys. Like, literally, they were in the house a week. It's a two-week show. Two weeks. They I didn't mean, kiss until day seven. I literally died during this episode when it was time for them to all go around and say their best memory. And she says her best memory is meeting him. And first of all, it's her freaking birthday. So, you know, it's like throw the girl a bone. And then yeah. he proceeds to say that his best memory was, like, sledding. Yeah. I, I I think I might have, like, screamed at the TV, like, cringing at what it must feel like to be her just, like, completely embarrassed. But he's been doing that all along. I know. Like, I know. We're dating. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's I, like. 
I just, I thought maybe, just maybe, it was going to be like for her birthday or whatever, he would throw her a bone and be like, guys, I do like her. Like, we're going to give this a shot. And then, like, everyone would be like, woo! I don't know. But it, it didn't, It did, and I think she was thinking that, too. It's like a, he keeps saying it's a party vacation fling. And he even says, like, he can't even commit to saying the word dating. Yeah, it's like, bad. Like, let alone exclusive or girlfriend. He's like, it's too soon to say we're dating. I'm like, I don't think it's too soon to say you're dating if you're fucking every night. Yes, and, and whispering in her ear, I want to eat your mm-mm. He, like, he literally whispered that to her. I know. <laughs> so it, it is... It's mixed signals. Totally. But she's also, like, jumping the... You're not allowed to do this. I don't want you to better be in bed with me. And it's like, okay, well, you see what kind of boy he is. You should know this is just going to push him away quicker and faster. Yeah. You nagging and like laying the law down when he can't even commit to saying he's dating you. Yes. He's only fucking you. Since when are you just fucking someone but not dating them? Like, unless you're talking about like a friends with benefits that you know you guys just kind of have that agreement like she thinks this is dating and they're leading to a relationship oh my god he and then it's a big spring break and then she calls her friend like facetimes her friend and motions like the sign of like the like the she, ring the ring i was like no like doesn't she know they're recording her she flashes her ring finger she's like i'm thinking this oh like you know why I you know why I will say she's like good reality TV because she makes me cringe constantly like like I True. really like I really am in her room and like she's doing something where I'm just like oh my god like I would literally like talk to my friend and be like this girl like thinks like she's going to get engaged to this guy and like he doesn't like her like it's bad you know like it's totally it's yeah. it's crazy Yeah and then also she said she's FaceTiming that girl and he opens the door like he's going to come in and then she's and he closes it. He's like, oh, you're on the phone. She's like, why do you always leave every time I'm FaceTiming someone? I'm like, yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah. He doesn't want to know or be seen or associated. Yeah. Big she's, flag. Yeah. She's too awkward about it. Yeah. It's it's cringe. So I don't know if they're having a reunion probably not but I don't I can't imagine we'd have her back but who knows yeah nothing else really happened Jason's very sweet with Rachel see what happens there that was cute I I don't know that I feel the chemistry though like I think she appreciates it and like she's trying and he's trying but I don't know if I've seen like anything happen yet right I didn't feel anything. And then Craig's like, I just, leave. he's like Sandoval. They, you know, think very highly of themselves. I just see my myself as the man, the leading man in a Hallmark movie all the time. And I was, yeah. like, I was like borderline <laughs> insulted about that. Like, I love my Hallmark things. And it was like, I, mm, no, it's no, you like, are no leading man. Yeah. Like maybe like a lifetime Christmas movie or something, but like not, <laughs> not Hallmark. Now when you're like <laughs> 20 minutes later, you're like frat boys picking you up and you guys are like, oh, my yeah, yeah, gosh. No. Yeah. But 
I, I also felt like relief for them that it was over. And like when they were packing up their disgusting rooms, it was like relieving my anxiety about that house a little bit. It's like, let them steal the wooden hangers. I think the homeowner will just be happy to get them out of there and like, you know, deep clean that place. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, and we have more winter house references coming up on the Patreon. Yes, uh, yes, we're going to... thinks he, he could very likely be cast on that, so... Yeah. Stay what... tuned. Yeah, what is it? I can't. I can't. I literally want to just end this podcast to talk about that. We're going to bust at the seams. We're going to talk about a lot of shit on the Patreon, because that's where we can, because, you know, sometimes people take clips of the podcast and send them to people and then those people tell us who they sent it so you know you're kind of screwed but anyways we all find out and this way it's a little safer we can be a little unfiltered and have a little more fun with you guys on the shit we really want to talk about yes so join us over there it's only three dollars and yeah i mean we did giveaways for both you guys regular podcast people instagram people and Patreon, but you know, you might as well double your chances. So totally. All right. See you over there. Okay. Bye everybody.